What's happening team? Welcome to the Type 1 Movement Podcast, where I'm going to be sharing with you my tips, tricks and stories to help you lead the healthiest life possible as a Type 1 diabetic. I'm your host, Type 1 Tom. Just a quick disclaimer, any advice that I give will not overpower your medical professional, so please consult with them first before making any changes. Yes squad, welcome to another episode of the Type 1 Movement Podcast. And in today's episode, I'm going to be going over six reasons why type 1 struggle managing the blood glucose levels. Little bit of a warning, this may trigger some people. If it does, good. I always say if something triggers you, then it means that you can relate to it and it means something needs to change. Anyway, before we get into the nitty gritty of this, please leave me a rating and a review on the podcast app as it really does help me reach more type 1 diabetics and positively impact our community. Also, whatever device or platform you're listening to it on, give it a screenshot, share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at type1 underscore Tom or Tom Allison on Facebook so I can reach out and say thank you. Now, we're going to get into the six reasons why I found that a lot of type 1 struggle managing the blood glucose levels. Now, I've been coaching type 1 diabetics for about five years. I've been in the fitness industry for about 10, but more specifically, just coaching type 1s for about five years. So, and on our program, we've helped coming up to just over 300 type 1s now. We've helped, so I think I'm in a pretty good position to let you guys know, this could be valuable information as well, valuable information, to let you guys know what some of the common things are that I've come across from other type 1s that kind of stop them and make them struggle when it comes to managing the blood glucose levels. I nearly use failed when it like failing managing the blood glucose levels, but I don't really like the way of failing. So I've put struggle, it's a bit more subtle. As I said at the start, it may trigger a few for some, uh, some people, but you know what? When I'm consuming content and if something inside me goes, fucking dick, then probably that they're talking to me and I can relate to it. And they always say that. So I've picked six reasons, six sort of topics that I've come across. And I'm going to tell you that what these topics are, but I'm also going to break down the flip side of it. I'm not just going to go, don't do this, this and this, that or the other. I want to give you guys some sort of valuable shit to go away with as well at the end of the day. So we're going to get into it. These are no re- reasons of importance, but I think the most important one I am actually going to kick off with. So the first reason what I found across helping other type 1s, why, why they struggle managing the blood sugar levels, the diabetes and the health, is first one, they don't understand insulin. They don't understand insulin, which means they don't understand... You don't need to understand all insulins. All insulins work slightly different, but you definitely need to fucking understand the insulin that you're taking, yeah, because we all probably do take different insulins. And by this, I mean, you need to understand how long it takes to work, how long it stays in your system for when it's out of your system, and kind of like exactly what it does. Not to a T, you don't need to get too scientific in on it, but you do need to understand it. If you can understand what the insulin you're taking, all about it, how long it takes to work, what it does, all that sort of stuff, that gives you a very good knowledge base. If you understand something, when it comes to applying stuff, you're going to have a better sort of interpretation of it. Let me give give you an example. Let's say we don't understand. Let's say we're taking a really rapid-acting insulin, yeah? 
a really rapid acting insulin and we don't really understand how quick it works but we know we're meant to pre-bolus so we decide that we're going to pre-bolus 30 minutes before but this insulin that we're taking is fucking rapid acting it's one of the fastest out there there's a, there's a few that are faster than rapid acting at the moment and then we end up dropping low well if we would have kind of done a bit of research on the insulin we would have understood it let's say we don't understand how long the insulin stays in our system for yeah most rapid actings are about four, four hours if we don't understand that it makes it really difficult when it comes to bolusing and stuff like that and especially split bolusing or extended bolusing so that's the first thing they don't understand how the insulin works some type ones don't understand the difference between a background or a basal insulin and a bolus or a rapid acting insulin yeah i do believe if it's your it's your job as a type 1 diabetic to do a little bit of research and understand about these things you can go, this is one thing you can go, you can, you can ask specialists, you can ask myself, you can ask coaches, but you can just Google it in, the type of insulin that you're using, and go and check out the profile on it. Diabetes UK has got a pretty good one, yeah, about different sorts of insulins. Like, do a little bit of research about the type of insulin that you're taking. It's really going to help you. So that's the first thing. The second one, the second reason why I find a lot of type 1 struggle to manage the blood glucose levels is they eat shit. And by eating shit, I don't don't get me wrong, I love a pizza, I love a burger. If you're on my social media, you know that I share a lot of puddings that I have and stuff like that. But I don't eat that all the fucking time. That isn't like 80-90% of my diet, yeah? And this is what I mean. If you eat shit 80-90% of the time, no wonder you're going to have a fucking very challenging time managing your blood sugar levels. Not only that, it's going to fuck your health as well, Yeah? So by eating shit, I mean like the majority of your food is fast food. You don't eat a lot of vegetables. There's not a lot of nu nutrition in it. Yeah, you hardly ever like cook fresh meals. And I don't mean going spending a load on your fucking weekly big shop at Aldi or what have you. Aldi's not that expensive anyway. I mean, we're all adults here. I don't need to teach you what a good diet is. I shouldn't have to. It's drilled into us all over the fucking place yeah make sure you're getting some protein some sort of vegetables carbs if you're eating your carbs some sort of sauces to make it taste nice do you know what i mean don't live off fucking takeouts it's pretty simple i stick to the rule and i say this to all my clients 80 20 80 of high quality fresh nutritious food 20 percent whatever the fuck i want you see me posting cakes and pizzas and burgers that makes up 20 percent of my nutrition the rest is really good protein sources Pastas, rices, potatoes, vegetables, some sauces, like that's basically what it needs to be. It needs to be an 80-20 split. Because that way it makes it livable and sustainable. Yeah. So if you are eating shit all the time and you will know yourself, no one else does, you will be like, yeah, I could probably eat better. I speak to so many type ones that are like, my nutrition isn't great, I could probably eat better. Like, you know if that's you, yeah. If that's you then you're really not helping yourself. And this is a common thing as well that I see. So that's the second reason why a lot of type 1s struggle managing the levels is they eat shit. The third reason why a lot of type 1s struggle managing blood glucose levels is they've got very low activity levels. They've got very low activity levels. And by this, I mean, they sit on their arse all day and when they do have some free time, they'd rather fuck around on the phone watch a film or do some shit like that instead of going on a walk or getting a workout in. Pretty simple. That's a choice that you're going to have to make, yeah? I've got a desk job. Yeah, I do have quite a lot of free time, but most of my work sat down. 
but I still go on a walk every morning, or I've got a dog that does help. I still get at least three weight training sessions in a week and try to get a run and a bike ride in where possible. There's no excuse for it. Even if it's just a walk every day, it's a 10, 15, 20 minute walk, what have you. If you get a workout in, cool, go for three times a week. But when I speak to a lot of type ones, their activity levels are very, very low and they're moaning about the, the blood sugar levels. Look, the more you can bump up your activity levels, the more insulin sensitive you're going to be. It's just a double-edged sword, which is going to go in your favor. Get a walk in every single day. Make that commitment to yourself. And if you can, get three workouts in a week or two. Whatever you can fucking get in, even if it's at home. This is going to bump your activity levels up, which is really going to help with your insulin sensitivity. Yes, you may start having a few more hypos. That's a good thing. Go and adjust your fucking rates and ratios because that's the only way to get rid of these because it's just good. It means that you're moving around more. So that's the third thing is they have very low activity levels. Just told you how to combat that. The fourth thing, I'm going to be proper fucking blunt with this one, is being overweight. If you are overweight then you, you're doing yourself a huge disservice because your insulin will not be working as great. And then all the other health complications, us as type 1s are at higher risk of health complications anyway. I don't need to fucking tell you that. I am. I, I'm in the same boat. If I don't control my levels, I face the same fucking health risk that you guys face, yeah? Which is one of my reasons why. But then if we're overweight on top of that, come on, like, we know that that isn't a good thing. And I understand it can be difficult. It's all down to habits and it's something we really help our clients with when they come into our program. They want to lose a bit of weight. But look, being overweight is just really not going to help your insulin work well and it's really not good for your health. If I could simplify it as much as possible, it'd be this. Eat, I know this is very fucking simplified and it's a bit more complicated. If you're overweight and you want to lose weight, eat a little bit better and move a little bit more. Yes, there is more shit you can do, but if that, that can get you started... You don't need to go from uh, like a complete overhaul of your diet and be on, be on the fucking go all the time. Do you know what I mean? Don't go from zero to 100. It's not sustainable. Go from zero to 10, then to 20, then to 30, and just gradually build your way up of eating better and moving more. So if you're overweight, it is a real struggle. It goes against you for when it comes to managing your blood sugar levels. Yeah. can be the same with underweight as well. So you need to find an ideal weight that makes it easier to manage your levels and it keeps your health in check as well it's as simple as that there's no beating around the bush but that's the best sort of advice i can give you eat a little bit better move a little bit more it's as simple as that and it is going to go in your favor you'll notice as the weight starts to come down you become more insulin sensitive your blood sugar levels become a little bit easier to manage just the way that it is it's a physiological response in your body so that is the fourth thing the fifth thing the fifth reason why a lot of type 1 struggle managing the blood sugar levels is they gather a lot of information and do fuck all with it. They gather a lot of information and do fuck all with it. They read books, they listen to podcasts, could be mine, they're like, that's fucking good. I've just learned how to run a basal test or an insulin to carb ratio test. And they don't go and apply it. I always say this, and you probably heard, if you follow me for a while, you probably heard me say this before. Uh, knowledge is power, yeah. But it means fuck all until you apply it because that's where the learning starts, yeah? It's like me, and I have to put an email out today with all these things in. It's like me knowing the exact blueprint and step-by-step -step process to becoming a millionaire. Wouldn't that be fucking great? To becoming a millionaire, but I don't go and apply it. Well, it's fucking pointless because I ain't never going to become a millionaire. It's the same with you as well. If you understand 
Because I speak to a lot of tight ones, they say, I know what I should be doing, I just don't fucking do it. Well, fuck you. Like, that's on you then at the end of the day, isn't it? If you understand how to achieve great blood glucose control and better yourself and your health, and you're not going applying that understanding that you have, what you can't fucking moan because it's no one else's fault except yours. It's as simple as that. I know that's blunt, but it's as simple as that. So that's the fifth thing. They gather all this information. You might read these books, have all this knowledge, but they don't do fuck all with it. As soon as you learn something new, go and apply it. As soon as you learn a new bit of information, go and apply it. That's the best tip I can give you on that. And the sixth reason, the sixth and final and last one, is why a lot of type 1 struggle managing the blood sugar levels is they think they know it all. They think they know it all. They might get a good bout of control and they're like, I'll fucking crack this, I know it all. And I don't need to learn anything else. That's it. That's it forever. It's not. Look, I am a coach. I know a fucking lot. We don't sound like a big-headed knobhead. I know a lot about type 1 diabetes. That's why we've got all these clients, great results. I know a fucking lot. But I don't know it all. I am still learning from my clients when they come to me with problems. I am still learning from myself when something happens that I'm unsure of. I'm still learning when I speak to other diabetics. I'm still learning and I go into everything with that mindset that I don't know it all. Because as soon as you get in that mindset of, I fucking know it all, what happens is you'll switch yourself off. You'll be unaware, but you'll switch yourself off from learning. And if you do that, you will start to go backwards, guaranteed. On a small scale, you can see this, right? You've seen this a lot with type 1s. I go into the mindset of like, I can learn something from everyone. And you need to keep that mindset. Don't ever think that you know it all. You'll see that when you might have a few consistent good weeks with your blood sugar levels and you're like, I fucking cracked this, I'm cured, know exactly what I'm doing. And then you think you know it all, you stop doing the shit that got you that control, you stop learning, you shut yourself off and you go backwards. And you're like, oh fuck. This is the exact same thing. Never think that you know it all, you're always going to be learning. You can always learn something from every single other type 1 diabetic that you meet. And even non-type ones, like... I'm always asking people questions because I want to learn about stuff. And you need to have that mindset when it comes to managing your sugar levels as well. You don't know it all. You never fucking will. I never fucking will. Yeah. You need to know enough to have great control, but then you need to keep those skills. You need to keep exercising that skill and keep learning. Team, that's it. I'm going to do a quick recap as well. So these are the six reasons that I've come across from over like five years now of coaching type ones of why they struggle managing the blood sugar levels. These are the most common ones. First one. They don't understand how their insulin works, so the difference between basal background insulin or bolus, your rapid-acting insulin. Go and do a little bit of research, go and Google it. That's your job. If you listen to this and watch this, that's your job. If you don't know how your fucking insulin works, go and Google it. That's my little accountability task to you. Second one is, they eat shit. You know yourself if you fucking eat shit and you can eat better. I don't need to tell you that. Third one is, they've got very low activity levels. They don't move around a lot throughout the day. They don't work out throughout the week. Do yourself a favor and do it. Fourth one is they're overweight. This might seem quite harsh, but I've just given you the reasons why. And you are in control of that unless, unless it's some medical condition that makes it harder for you to lose weight. Look, I have an underactive thyroid. This slows your me- metabolism down. But if you take the right amount of thyroxine, you can lose body fat like a non-type 1. Being a type 1 diabetic as well, I'm going to throw this in there in this recap, being a type 1 diabetic does not fucking mean that it's harder for you to lose body fat. 
It just means that as you lose body fat, you have more lows. So you have to treat those lows. But what you also need to do is learn about your insulin, point number one, and fucking adjust it. If you get these right, you you will lose body fat. I've done it. A lot of my clients have done it. You will lose weight like a non-type 1 diabetic. So don't anyone ever say, I can't lose weight because I'm a type 1. It's fucking bullshit. It's bullshit. Yeah. So that's the fourth thing. We're going pretty harsh and deep on this, but it's because I care. Fifth thing is, they gather all this fucking information, which is great. You're willing to learn. But they don't apply it and they do fuck all with it. That's not great. It doesn't mean shit. And the sixth thing is, they think they know it all and they switch themselves off from learning. You never know it all. We will never, all of us will never know it all. That's it. Team, that is it. If you got value from this podcast, this episode, hopefully you fucking did, please leave me a rating and a review because it really does help me reach more time on diabetics. I'm going to say this now. Out of these six points, you will know if one's hit home with you more than the others. If it has, go and apply it. That's all I can say. Point number five, you've got the information now. Don't do fuck all with it. Go and apply it. Fucking do something with it. That is it. Thank you very much for listening. Hope you have a fucking great day. Until the next episode, peace. Peace.